Nobody asked for this conversation to continue between Aaron Wong and Brandon Hutchins. Nobody asked for their unsolicited opinions about music. Nobody asked them to re-record their introduction. But here we are. So I will continue to correct them. A little while back, friend of the podcast, Mark Stedman, invited Brendan to participate in his new podcast called List Envy. In their episode, they tried to determine the top five pop punk bands of the 2000s. In this mini series, we'll be following Brendan and Aaron as Aaron listens to the episode of List Envy for the first time to give his reactions to the discussion. These episodes are best digested if you've already heard that episode of Mark's podcast. So we recommend you check out that episode of List Envy before diving in here. Fallout Boy. Yeah, agree. Wait, Fallout Boy's in the bottom? The bottom half of the top 10. Oh my God, this is hard. Just because, I mean, because they're so successful. Yeah. And, well, and Take This to Your Grave is such a great fucking album. Right. And then they got mainstream success with Under the Cork Tree. Mm-hmm. Uh, nobody gave a shit about Folia Adu or Infinity on High, really. But, you know, they were like, they were making movie tra- had, soundtracks. Uh, Thank you for the memories, right? Yeah, thanks that for the memories. I like, I like that one. I like that whole album, actually. Maybe Faliadu is after Infinity on High. Who I cares? I don't know that. It, all that, that title. All that middle slosh of like people having too much Pete Wentz in their diet. Right. You know what I mean? Like dating Ashley Simpson and shit. It was just like, okay. Did we, you ever we, listen to Mania? We get it. I don't know. Oh, okay. Man, the, the album Mania has um, Young and Menace. Young and Menace. No, I don't know it. Oh, it's a great song. Yeah, like that's that's kind of the thing is Fall Out Boy was so consistent at that point that like I couldn't really tell you what song belongs to what album. Like Take This to Your Grave has a very distinct sound, right? They wrote their songs a very distinct way. Mm-hmm. And then Cork Tree, uh, yeah, and then Cork Tree because that's when MTV found them and they really, really had their success. But th- I feel like Cork Tree was like 2000, 2006, maybe? older that sounds about right i i feel like the Cork the trees? latter half mm, of, earlier than that yeah the uh, well uh, take this year grave was 2003 i believe so anyway i feel like the latter half oh, of, of was two, 2005 2005 okay so right at the halfway point anyway i they were solid for two albums spanning up to about five years mm-hmm. but that's only half the decade mm-hmm. so Oh man, this is tough. Oh, but they were be, so didn't successful. Have to be good for that whole decade. That's not. Yeah, totally, totally. Yeah. But they were they were so successful. It's hard. Yeah. I mean, top ten. Okay, 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 okay. It's hard. This it is, is hard. hard. Yes. Uh, I guess the matches. This I don't agree with. I don't know, man. I never got <laughs> the into the are matches. So good. I know. I know you love so them, but I just. Good. I just. The videos were the their videos were um like pre okay go like <laughs> that that one where they had all the TVs and they kept dropping them as they were like going along and going in like a it wasn't like a Rube Goldberg it was like a one shot kind of thing yeah um god that was great i love the matches <sighs> i know you do buddy good dude i i know i know right. i it's just i yeah well they didn't make the top 5 so you can be happy about that <laughs> I I want to make an argument that the matches should be in my top ten, but I I realize that they're they're too maybe too small or not well known yeah. enough to to qualify. 
I think Fallout Boy was in your list. Yep. I mean, they're very on the pop side. Certainly mm-hmm. successful. Um, their earlier stuff was was pretty punk mm-hmm. uh, ish, pop, pop punk ish. Um, and and yeah, super popular. Everybody knows them. But sp- since we're defining by their older stuff, that specific time period, I don't, I don't know that's that great. Ooh. Oh wow! Okay. Hot take. All right, well, hot take. <laughs> well, it's my Careful, turn. don't burn mm-hmm. yourself. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I think you've, yeah, you, you've excluded, um, and I'm going to try and, I'm going to go for, not one of my favourites, but we're building a definitive <laughs> list here, and that's what matters. I'm going to go for some yeah. forty-one. Oh, interesting. Okay, so the, so some forty-one to me is like. I- Pop I put them at rock. five. Ah, more than pop punk. Yeah, they have a okay. lot of metal influence. They, they, I, they have a similar style. Maiden and pop Priest punk, were the guys a, that they praised. More on the you know? rocky side, mm-hmm. and so it didn't even make my honorables. Ooh, I mean, a song like um, Fat Lip. Yeah, Fat Lip. I don't want to uh, like uh, Fat Lip. Yeah, like that. That to me feels pretty. Backpack. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to waste my time. Um, that's pretty good. I, I feel. I feel like that's. Mm, like that got kind of that's kind of in there i i I really i really feel like i can i can i can understand the argument for it yeah (laughs) so what what about them what about them makes you like defines pop punk like it's 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 in 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 the top list of a caliber i think it's i think it's an energy Mm. thing they have the the energy that i think of Mm -hmm. um that sort of earnestness and that (laughs) that kind of you know Mm -hmm. that kind of energy um (laughs) very descriptive and the the choppy choppy guitars and um the the very slight amount of misogyny um you know it's 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 that it's that does it does it make a top five or or are you are you thinking there's 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 much better fish in this in this particular scene. Ooh. I've yet to mention some much bigger fish that would okay. be way more defining some, some, of pop punk. Perhaps at least real yeah. real big fish. <laughs> There's ska band. Okay. <laughs> See what you did there. But no, they do not make the list. <laughs> All right. Good so, on you. My list is getting whittled down. Lovely. Uh you 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 have the mic. Okay. Um the, I'm going to make a case for Goldfinger. Scott um, Right. Okay. They, they, uh, man, they. Okay. Well, it's so, hard. It's it's hard because part they, of what makes Goldfinger so great is they change sounds from yeah. album to album, right? Yeah. So and certainly, Hangups was ninety nine. Hangups was what ninety nine. So it wasn't even in Hangups was ninety nine. When was uh, Stomping Ground was two thousand? Some no no uh, album before King of the World. Uh, My girlfriend's shower. Oh, oh, oh. Um, self-titled, right? That was Self-titled, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I that was 97 that then? Holy Wait, shit. Hang- oh, I'm sorry. Hang-ups was 97. Goldfinger self-titled is 96. When did Tony Hawk Pro Skater come out? <laughs> I don't know. Because <laughs> um, that's assuming... when the world was introduced to Goldfinger, let's be honest. August 31st, 1999. 99, okay. That's probably why I was thinking 99. Yeah, but, probably. Because that's when I found out about it. That's yeah. That's uh, I mean. Again, I will reiterate the Tony Hawk soundtracks for a very long time were a great source of right. skate punk and and pop punk and absolutely you know emo and goth and all this shit. So, uh, okay. So if we, even okay. So the first two albums are disqualified anyway, even though they clearly had a ska influence to them. Right. Um, they were they were a ska punk band. Some of the stuff would go super heavy. And that's what made Goldfinger great is they would sort of be ambassadors between all of these 
genres, right? But right. Uh, if Stomping Ground was their first album in this decade, and if that's technically what we're going off of, yeah. that album is pretty pop. It's pretty pop punk. Yeah. Uh, Open Your Ten Eyes, the next album, has certainly a lot of screamo elements to it. True. Uh, Bert is on one of them, right? Bert's on one of the songs, right? Uh, but that's a, yes. That's a pretty straightforward. Eyes. Yeah, that's a pretty straightforward. That's pretty poppy as well. Yes, I agreed. And then they stopped, and then they stopped making music for a while. Uh, yeah, Hello um, Destiny was in, still in 2008. So, yeah, they had three albums. What's on Hello Destiny? Uh, not much. What describe the cover to me? Is oh, it gray? It has, it has the it's oh, outer no, no, space. No. Uh, yeah, it's the woman, I remember, the I remember. Alien oh, shooting man. At the earth. That's the one I forgot existed. Yeah, yeah. It's okay. not great. Free Kevin Jonas is like <laughs> and handjobs for Jesus. Kevin Jonas. Handjobs for Jesus. Those are the oh, yeah, two yeah. standouts. The last That's two right. tracks. The joke songs. Yep. Okay. I'm I'm remembering now. Um So yeah, that one, yeah, that doesn't help their case. Yeah. But fucking stomping ground is fucking fuck. So good. Stomping ground is is really fun. And bro, uh, I mm. yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I uh, I don't know that I don't know that gold. I ever are... called you bro. <laughs> <laughs> I want to try and create a false narrative that uh, <laughs> if like you just like let that one go, then people other people listening would be like, does he say that? Is that something he says? <laughs> All right, bro. Does Brennan say bro. <laughs> I'll try it on. so i will say uh, goldfinger goldfinger is like the the hipster pick they certainly don't have the record sales yeah yeah they're they're like the pick to show that yeah you know your shit you know what i mean it's it's like the it's like a it's like suggesting some fine cheese instead of you know a craft single You know what I mean? Or Swiss. Pretentious without even knowing it. Cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. (laughs) Sorry, that came out meaner than I. uh, (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Oh, wait, yeah. (laughs) But I will say, like, uh, aside from being on the Tony Hawk soundtracks, I don't really know that they gained any traction anywhere else. Right. I guess that's true. Yeah, but then they were very influential of other bands. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, You know, uh, Feldy. fucking worked with uh, all the other great bands in this in this list but man i don't know yeah that's like the i think that's i think that's the hipster flex that you got (laughs) like well i think goldfinger belongs to there (laughs) stomping ground incredibly influential album for me personally like in in my personal journey like yeah stomping ground opened me up just opened my brain up to to what music could sound like and, you know, production and like all this stuff that I never considered before, like all the names on the fucking liner notes that I had no idea what people did all of a sudden I was interested in, you know, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. I, I don't, yeah, I don't know that they're in the top five. I think they're very important, but I don't think they're in the top five. One, one way to really define whether a band is popular enough is uh, if they have made it onto video game soundtracks. <laughs> yeah. And Goldfinger is on many video game soundtracks, especially um, the Tony Hawk soundtracks. Yeah. Which, you know, if, if you're going to have something that's pop punk, or at least on the punk side, like to, for it to be in the skater realm is a plus. Uh, it's, almost, yeah, Goldfinger, it's almost Tony Hawk or GTFO, I think. <laughs> exactly. To, to a degree. Yeah, 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 exactly. Or GTFO. Superman. 
Uh, as we already discussed, Superman is freaking great. Um, and then they have gone on to make tons of great albums. And uh, uh, Feldman, the lead singer, is a uh, producer as well. And he goes on to produce a bunch of other stuff. Like he's doing, um, he's producing the Blink-182 albums right now. And uh, since this is a new a new forum for me, Blink-182, when they got rid of Tom and they added Skiba uh, from Alkaline Trio, they should have changed their name to Blink-183. <laughs> it just makes sense. It's the next logical step for the band. Anyways, I know changing a name is ridiculous. I'm glad you said that piece, by the way, about Blink-183. Yeah? I'm glad, I'm glad, I'm glad it's out there. I'm glad it's like canonical now you know <laughs> yeah this has always been my official stance on when matt skiba joined blink 182 it has it's very true <laughs> i think it's very clever i'm sad they didn't do it <laughs> it's funny is that in the blink 180 trio in the show notes for this episode uh mark accidentally typed blink 184 <laughs> I'm not joking with this. I told him about it. He corrected it to Blink-186. Shut the fuck up. He did did it on purpose. That's a good joke. That's a very good joke. Oh, that's very good. That was funny. Ah, He corrected it to Blink-186. Well done. Well done, Mark Stedman. They have have the energy. They They have the popness, I think. Um, with how catchy their music is, and they have the 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 grunginess of punk, and I I feel like they are a perfect pop punk band. Are they perhaps too aggressive? <laughs> uh, I'm hmm, too aggressive. I don't think they're any more any more aggressive than than some forty one. If we're gonna okay keep that bar. <laughs> okay, all right. That's that's how you're gonna play it. That's fine, Brendan. <laughs> all right. Um. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put him. Oh, him! I'm gonna put them. Uh-huh. Um, I'm putting them at number six for now, just because I'm. I, I, mm-hmm. I still feel like there's, mm-hmm. there's gonna there's be some. Mm-hmm. Okay. S- yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. So it's, it's, it's. Yeah. Green yeah, Day. They're yes, absolutely they are in, up there. They're, they're yeah. definitely genre yeah. defining for absolute yeah. sure. It's super easy win. What year absolutely. did American Idiot come out? Um, every- because if it's anywhere between the year 2000 2010, yeah. They're probably at number one, mm-hmm. right? American Idiot defined the entire generation. 2004. Well, they're, they're free fucking go. Yeah. That's why they're probably Perfect. number one, honestly. Right. Nothing, nothing compares to <laughs> the success that that album had. Right. Yeah, it's true. True, true, true. I mean, oh, yeah. What other band has a, a whole rock band album after them? It's true. A whole uh, rock band and game rock dedicated not, to them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm J- sure this is about joking. to come up, right? Yes. <laughs> They're still just like, even though they become uh, a massive. Yeah, every album uh, after that is success. Just, just I think they still trash, just as but... pop punk <laughs> and deserving of the of a spot. And I I, I, I would say if if there was anyone that that needed a uh, a must place, I yeah, think I didn't like the middle tray, but yeah. Not liked, not um, not a word of twenty first century breakdown. Yeah. yeah, I didn't. It just felt like it was trying to do American Idiot again. Revolution Radio that had a really good feel to it. Yeah, 
I, I, I don't know. I, I, the song was on the Transformers soundtrack and 21 Gun Salute or whatever. And, uh, I don't know of these well, things you talk about. Yeah, it just, it just really felt like it was trying to do American Idiot again. And what made American Idiot so great was that... You think so? What? I, didn't, I did not get that impression. Really? N- yeah, not at all. Oh. Well then, to each their own, I guess. Yeah. I, I just thought it felt more like... To me, a, it felt really rehashed. It just felt like, uh, let's just do it again. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. I guess I'll have to listen to it again. But, but like you know, my favorite Green Day album is Warning, right? Which right. is oh like fuck, yeah, the weird, Absolutely. the weirdo album. Right? That's my favorite and, too, by far. And the album before American Idiot. Right. So to me, if you're Green Day and you've released American Idiot and you go on this fucking whirlwind tour, you get a musical out of it. You're clearly in the cultural moment. You gotta right. do. You gotta do some weird shit. You gotta. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. you, you just can't make. You saw the musical, right? I never did. No, I auditioned for it. <laughs> nice. You auditioned. I auditioned for it and I got typed out. Typed out. Which, yes. Do you know what that means? Oh, I, I, I would, I assume it had related to typecasting, but I, I yes, guess that's correct. Oh, okay. so they, they basically, they ran out of time because they were giving everybody too much time and wait, no, I'm <laughs> of, Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I got typed out of rock of ages, uh, mm. for, uh, green day for, uh, American idiot. I got in the room and, uh, it, they said if you can play guitar, bring a guitar, and uh, and play your song. For musicals, there's a dance portion, there's an acting portion, there's a singing portion, right? Mm-hmm. Thankfully, the singing was first because the dancing. If the dancing was first, I would have been fucked. <laughs> right, gotcha. But I came in and I played "Rock and Roll" by Frank Turner. Right. The correct title of the song is "I Still Believe." Hey yeah, hey yeah, friends and Romans, countrymen. Hey yeah. And skins and journeymen. Hey, yeah, hey, yeah, my sisters and my brethren. The time is coming near. Come, yeah, come, yeah, to soulless corporate circus stops. Come, yeah, come, yeah, to toilet circuit touring stops. Okay, which, uh, which is just fucking perfect because it's on acoustic guitar, it's got the exact same sort of fuck you punk energy mm-hmm. and it's got a really great uplifting message it was in my range i fucking nailed it i've never felt more confident coming nice. out of an audition in my life nice and i didn't get called back shit for other shit that like you know during that time like and i was this this was actually the sort of you've stumbled upon an interesting story uh this was sort of the straw that broke the camel's back for me to quit acting oh shit because i had i'd been having zero success uh, yeah. with the way i looked Right. I was mm-hmm. getting typecast out all the time, all the time um, on the film gigs that I would do. Uh, I was I was just surrounded by people who didn't know what they were doing. And I and I it felt really it felt really bad. I wasn't learning anything. Lame. Um, and then I wanted to go out for these tours. And I've, I it, it was it was just crazy because I seriously I've never had a better fuck, dude. Oh, to that day, to this day. Uh, and it's such a great song. Mm-hmm. And the thing about a musical audition is you have to find something that's in the spirit of the message of the show, but it mm-hmm. can't be from that show. Right. Right. A lot of people are like, well, I'll just play a green day song. Right. It's green day. And it's like, you can't play fucking hitching a ride. Right. You know what I mean? Like they're not going to, so I found someone, I just found a great fucking song and it didn't, and it didn't work. It didn't help. And I was just like, okay, fuck if, if this is, that is the best I can do and it's not going to get me anything. Right. So it's time to call it for what it is. That sucks. Uh, yeah but anyway warning is a better album than american idiot (laughs) (laughs) 
but yes, to, wait, to wait, get wait, back wait, to wait, one wait, of the wait, original wait, 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 bro. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Warning is a better album than American Idiot or to me, you are you prefer Warning over. Yes, I prefer Warning to American Idiot. Just want to yes. make sure you have that on the record before we get letters. Jesus. Yes. Sorry, semantics police. <laughs> Which is, I guess, the whole point of this podcast. Exactly. That we're listening to, so. Yeah. All right. Let's go back to it. Not, not, not a word of dissent from me. Um, okay. Tell me about someone I've probably <laughs> never heard of. Go on. Oh, no. I'm, my next must have is going to be <laughs> yeah. Punk 182. Agreed. Okay. Um, I, 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 I have no problem with them on the list. Um, awesome. I think... I was I was thinking about seminal albums, and the only reason I I um denied over it was um, Enema of the State was ninety nine, which like is just edging it out. I but would argue that Take okay, Off Your okay, Pants okay. and Jacket I, I was honestly, more successful I, I think, than Enema, though. I think right, but Enema like really rock show first date like yeah. I I don't know album sale wise. Yeah, no idea what what was more successful, but like Enema of the State sold roughly three point five million more records than Take Off Your Pants and Jacket. You know, radio stuff play. from yeah, stuff from Enema of the State was certainly getting radio play, and they were on MTV. But like, yeah, they had like three big singles, I think, from that. Yeah, what's my age again? Adam's song and um, I forgot about Adam's song. There's one that was towards the end. Fuck. Oh, uh, all the small things. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. That's the one I was thinking. Yeah, I think that Enema, I think <laughs> that the record companies just really. MCA were they still at MCA at this point? Anyway, I don't know. I think that the the advertising push for Take Off Your Pants and Jacket was like, we know this is going to make money. We're going to bank on it. We're going to bet on it, and it was everywhere. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I to this day I can't listen to First Date all the way through because I'm like I get it, I get it, I get it, I get it. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? But like right. people love that song. I think that yeah. I think that album is a when you're a Blink-182 fan and you ask what's your favorite album, there, there's four eras, right? There's Dude Ranch, mm-hmm. because if you like Dude Ranch, then you probably like Cheshire Cat and you probably, you know, any, right. anything before that. Yeah, yeah. And then there's Enema, which right. is when you were, it's it's when it hit us, right? right. Enema, en- Enema's one of the best albums in pop punk ever made. Right. Take off your pants and jacket for sort of the younger ones who like weren't allowed to listen to them in the state or like weren't old enough yet, but knew it was sort of going on. Mm-hmm. And then they could finally jump on board. Like this is a great jumping on point for new blink One Eight Two fans. Like, mm-hmm. you know, interesting. interesting. And then everything after that. Interesting. So yeah, like to me, I would group, I would say Enema and Takeoff are in the same. Yeah, I might be, I might be splitting hairs a little bit too much, but you know, if you like Takeoff, you you probably like Enema, right? But if you like Enema, you don't necessarily like Self Titled, right? Yeah, yeah, is really what I'm trying to say. And then if you like Neighborhoods, you're a weirdo. Yeah, I, I was going to say, what are you? In? <laughs> <laughs> I've gone back to Neighborhoods, and uh, it's yeah. listenable. Uh, great description. Thanks. Agreed. <laughs> same there's, page. There's good songs. There's some good songs on there. Okay. R- really. Uh, I'm having a hard time pulling any from memory, like which Doggy really... Dog or something like that? No, Doggy, Dogs Eating Dogs was an EP oh. released after Neighborhoods. And those are those are great tracks. Uh, Boxing Day, Dogs Eating Dogs, um, When I Was Young. Those are those are pretty good. But Neighborhoods, I forget what the very last song is. Even if she falls apart. 
The title of the song is Even If She Falls and is the last song on the deluxe edition of the album Neighborhoods. Neighborhoods is a very Tom DeLonge album. Right. Like his influence, I think, was much stronger right. than uh, Hoppus's was. And it's hard because I think after, I think after, fuck, I think Jerry Finn was still alive for self-titled, but I think he passed away. And Jerry Finn, their producer, mm-hmm. was always really good at balancing the Mark and the Tom, right? Mm-hmm. But the, I, I believe Neighborhoods was the first album they had to make without Jerry Finn at the producer mm-hmm. helm. And I think that they really struggled with it. Mm-hmm. It might, fuck, it might've been self-titled and that's why self-titled came out the way it did. Like, you know, so like right. brand new and, 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 and weird and cool. Um, but I, I definitely know neighborhoods. I think, I think Tom fought for a lot more stuff than Mark did. Cause you can hear mm-hmm. his fingerprints are, are much more yeah. prevalent. Yeah. I really liked uh, hearts all gone. That's like the one song that I really like from Neighborhoods. My heart's all gone. Maybe Kaleidoscope. There, uh, again, there are some solid tracks. Sure. Yeah. There's some, was, there are, there was, are some solid I was tracks. Conflating, in my head, I was conflating Dogs Eat Dogs and Neighborhoods together. I thought they were the same EP, but I nope. for, I've kind of forgot about Neighborhoods. I'll have to listen to it. Think of them as of, of that era so much. Yeah. So, sort of really defining. They were sort of... The, yep. almost the, the the fathers of of, of that kind of genre they started to, to a degree on MTV. so yeah like right. state absolutely launched have you ever seen them so right i have not i've seen boxcar racer God, uh, <laughs> that was interesting uh but <laughs> but no i have not seen Frank. how about you no um no thanks for listening naft is me brendan hutchins Aaron Wong, and Corrections, performed by David Callison. Find David's podcast at thesoundandthestory.show. Aaron can be found wandering around L.A. or, like, just call him sometime. He misses you. He's in the band Downtown at downtownisaband.com, and a link to their album on Spotify is in the show notes. I just released my first single, Fall Fast, and it's on all the streaming platforms, and the link is also in the show notes. Also, I started a new podcast called Singing to My Girlfriend. Hi, Margaret. Found wherever you get podcasts. Send a tweet or Insta at NAFTPod and tell us how wrong I was on List Envy or what your top five top punk bands would have been. We'll have another episode in two-ish weeks. Talk at you then.